Eurovision. Welcome to Eurovision, a podcast with a unique Irish perspective on the Eurovision Song Contest. 12 points. Ireland. Oh, Welcome to the Air Vision podcast. We've had another crazy busy week. It is now March Madness in the Eurovision 2023 season. We've had several new songs and artists drop. We've had a few more national selection finals as well as semi-finals. It's starting to slowly but surely come to a close. But first of all, Connor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. It's, I feel like this episode or just this week, seven's quite the prominent number. You know, well, first mm-hmm. of all, in our intro, Ireland seven wins. Yeah. The Eurovision podcast. Seven heads of listeners. <laughs> Woo! That's amazing. Wow. Like, what a milestone. I know. Um, Manchester United. I was like, oh, she's such a bitch. <laughs> There was no need for that at all. My <laughs> my like hopes are down in the gutter, and she's rubbing it in. I did no such thing. I just said the name of your football team and seven because we lost seven nil today. So, ah, Connor, you're such a sore. But you come from an Everton family, and you're getting relegated. So I don't come from an Everton family. My brother supported Man United. Thank you very much. Okay, we're used to loss around here. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. I didn't mean that. Um, Speaking of seven, I got S Club seven tickets last week. Oh, did you? Very good. There's a lot of seven going on. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of talk with Sweden potentially getting their seventh win as well with Melody Festival and completing its finalist lineup. So a lot of talk going around the town of seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah. But there will never be seven on the Eurovision stage. No. That six person (laughs) performer reel. Shall remain unless you have a stage invader like Lorene did. Yeah, that's sweet, crazy. Actually, speaking of seven tickets go on sale on the seventh of March. Would you stop? Funny, isn't it? I think Connor from Wild Youth is turning thirty or something. Then I saw that somewhere earlier. On the seventh of March. Yeah. Oh, that could be a total lie. So edit yeah. that out if it is. But I think I saw it on Twitter earlier. Interesting turned, fact. Turning thirty. Yeah. I think Very I, good. I think I saw that. Very good. So yeah, the seven. It's. It's the number on the line. it's going around. It's going around. It is, it is. Uh, But yes, speaking of ticket sales, March the 7th. Yes, Um, probably by the time you're listening to this, tickets will be on sale in a few hours or whenever you're listening to it, it will be on sale. Yeah. Have gone on sale, so yeah. And we'll have talked about it a fair bit over on our Instagram. Yeah. We had a lot of questions in our question box and Mm -hmm. we were giving some tips just based off our own experience and that the experience of others we know who've bought tickets for Eurovision before. So all going well, Connor, hopefully we will have secured some today. Yeah. 
there can be other rounds of tickets. So I suppose if anyone's listening and they're disappointed, mm-hmm. you know, just hold out and see. It's exactly. still early enough. Yeah. There may be batches more coming. Mm-hmm. And I think because they're on Ticketmaster this year, fans are able to resell them through Ticketmaster. So Ticketmaster's it, good. Yeah. 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 I think it, the whole like queuing system will be a bit of a pain in the book. Mm. But I think the whole resale kind of, you it's know, so last good. year was so hard getting tickets because you had to like have your passport number. You had to like nearly give your DNA to like the company <laughs> to get GPS the ticket. Number. Literally. So Door. I think this year with Ticketmaster, the whole resale, you know, if you buy four tickets, you don't need to. You can resell them at the same price. So I think. Yeah. Keep checking the Ticketmaster website. And get like rid you of said, those resale. Price tights and we all didn't that get nonsense. tickets the first time last year. We got them. We were the, the most chilled out Eurovision fans last year. Oh, we, we decided about three weeks before we were. I was we like, were literally in the pool. God, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> all our life decisions have been made. Literally, in the pub this podcast together. has made it a pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very Eurovision. Mm. Uh, so yeah, all fingers crossed, all going well. We'll hope we're hoping to do it to the family show, isn't that right? On yes, Saturday. that's the plan. But look, like we've been saying all along, even if you don't get tickets to the show, just being in the city of Liverpool, like Turin yeah. last year. The was atmosphere, good. The atmosphere, kind of feeling. Yeah, it was like the World Cup and people getting along. That's what I was describing it to friends, you know. So I think just being in the city, especially with everything that Liverpool have lined up, you know, we're hearing about all these like Euro clubs, all these like Euro oh, fests, so everything. So they're throwing the kitchen sink at it. So I'm sure it's going to be an absolutely fantastic week. I hope we get to meet lots of you there as well. Yeah. I if you so. recognise our voices anywhere, <laughs> if you Connor hear the and I aren't exactly from Louise. quiet. Sorry? <laughs> if you hear the wheeze from you, <laughs> you know it's the wheeze from your Eurovision. I think Connor's going to ring the ambulance someday. Like, <laughs> the wheezing's just going to... You're there wheezing as well. Yeah. The wheezing's going to be too much and I'm going to go into an asthmatic attack. Mm-hmm. But between the two of us... It lights up our Sunday nights because we record this podcast <laughs> on a Sunday night. So it's great to... I feel like I have abs on a Monday morning <laughs> when I get into work on here. <laughs> will we get stuck into the week yeah another busy week in eurovision world and yeah it kicked us off you know the week of song releases we had the netherlands so i'll let you introduce them because you're a big fan (laughs) dion and mia Mm -hmm. burning daylight i'm sorry i'm just human i'm losing myself but chasing Like straight back, like I haven't been quiet about this anywhere. So Connor, you've known Connor yeah. and I kind of try to like not hide our our first impressions, but it. we yeah, because it's it's more fun to get it out and flesh out on the podcast together. We don't ever really shock each other that much, though. No, um, we like we usually sort of know, but um, no, I haven't been quiet about this anywhere online. This is my winner this year so oh, far. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, it might take a lot for anyone to top this. Like, I'm still humming and hoing. Like, I still really love Czechia. Um, you know, I, I really like Malta. I like Finland. I like Slovenia. Um, I have a couple up there who I really love. But I, I think this is going to be my winner. Obviously, unless one of the internals that drops tops it. But, yeah, this is just a beautiful song. Um, I have to say, in the lead up to it, the whole kind of promo thing they had going... 
I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I found they were doing all these little statements on like, like, let's be realistic. The kind of photo shoot thing they did was <laughs> very memeable. Yeah. And there was a lot of jokes over it online. The photos were kind of funny that they released. <laughs> and then they were releasing these kind of like audiogram clips explaining the meaning of the song and they came across as like a little bit preachy Mm -hmm. or a little bit pretentious and I was like what is this song gonna be (laughs) so I didn't really like I was kind of like nearly ignoring the Netherlands I was like oh that'll come out when it come out and I'll listen to it and it'll probably be in the middle of my ranking it won't be good it won't be bad and I had a really long day at work that day and I came home I literally got into bed it was just like one of those days I needed a cup of tea and I needed a little little nap nap and flicked it on and I was just enthralled it's just a beautiful song um particularly Mia's voice like that second verse and that kicks in I think there's a beautiful build in the song the goodbye old life like I'm going to be yodeling that all over Liverpool I'm going to be so <laughs> irritating um I yeah I think there's a lovely build in the song instrumentals really nice I never loved arcade like I always liked it but there's a real Duncan Lawrence flair in here. At the same time, I think Dion and Mia will make it their own. I can totally see how Duncan was involved mm-hmm. with this, you know. But I think the Netherlands could really work some magic with this. I think if they can, you know, achieve some of what they did with Come After the Storm 2014, mm-hmm. this could be really beautiful live. I would love to see... It's kind of interesting... First third is Dion, first or second third is Mia. They come together for the final third of the song. So I can see them being separate on the stage for a good portion and then coming together. Mm-hmm. And I think this could do well. There's like a lot of mixed feelings on this. Like I saw some Dutch fans being like, oh, this could be our first NQ in a while, our first non-qualification. And I've seen some people saying, no, no, this is a certified qualifier. And I do see this qualifying and I could actually just see this doing well. There's so many bands this year. It's been a while since we've had a duo, a male-female duo, this strong. And I don't know if I've loved a ballad as much as this since Fire Mori. I wouldn't say, hold me close. Would you say that's kind of mid-tempo last year? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it takes a lot for me to love a ballad this much, but I really love this one. It really speaks to me. What do you think Burning Daylight means? Burning daylight, so wasting your time. Yeah, it's wasting yeah. your time because daylight's burning. You know, yeah. you're losing time. It's cool. To... I've never heard that term before. Oh, really? And That's there's nice. a, a line in it where they say um, about feeling left behind. Yeah. And I just think there comes a point in your twenties where you can start to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Or not that you feel that way, but there's almost like pressure that you should feel that way. It's like a mini midlife crisis. Yeah, in, in certain aspects, because like people are all at different stages in their twenties, like, and that's where I am. It's like, you know, some people are still in college, like uh, doing an undergrad or a master's. Mm-hmm. Some people are out in the workforce. Like, I, I have some friends who are like off having babies. Like, it's so like you know, some people moving abroad yeah. for a gap year. Some people buying a house. Like, it's just so that kind of stage where you're like evaluating where you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I love all the terminology in here. It feels like you're listening to Dion and Mia having like a really intimate conversation with each other. And it's just really beautiful and it's really poignant. And I love it. 
love it. You're kind of blushing to yourself. I love it. Oh, I've been streaming this non-stop. It's on your top of your on-repeat playlist. It was literally the following morning. I I was like, I bet you. Because I was like incessantly, obsessively streaming this. And the following morning, I was like, I bet you it's at the top of my on-repeat. And it was. No surprise. (laughs) Connor, you've been... He's he's been holding his opinion hostage all week. Yeah. I really want to know if he likes it. You literally texted me on WhatsApp. You're like, I can't wait to hear what you think about the Netherlands. And I was like, I'll save it for the podcast. I'm so raging with it. I was like, just give me, give me a little something, something. <laughs> Even tonight, rewatching it, I was like, I'll tell you later oh, when we're recording. He's um, such a tease, this man. Um, it, it, by the way, if you don't like it, it's fine. No. Say no, what no, you no, want no. to say. say it is currently in my second spot. Ooh, okay, that's good. And that's it good. is fighting for first place with <gasps> Finland. Oh, good. Every day, Taste, Connor. tosses Taste. and turns between the two. I love this. It, it it's not directly like the chain smokers, but I get that vibe of like oh. Paris, that kind of vibe, oh, that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. I get that, yeah. stripped back. It it it's not old in terms of like, you know, it's obviously 2023, but it feels very to me 2016, 2017, my playlist of what I was listening to at the time. So it's a nice kind of nod to that time of my life. Um, but I really really like it. It's very much up my street. There's still something missing from it, though, and I don't know why to make it my winner. That's why I was saying it kind of tosses and turns between the two. And I have no idea what it is, but I just need that extra bit of, like, spark okay. in it to give it... Maybe you need the live performance. Yeah, in possibly. Because, like, you've, you've gotten it from Finland. Yeah, that's know? it, yeah. So you've um, got the fuller picture. Exactly. I need to see the live performance. I'm not a huge fan of the music video. If I'm honest, it puts me off it. Some of it I like, but it's... It's It's a bit dramatic. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I just prefer listening to it on Spotify with my eyes closed and picturing it, like, myself, if you get what I mean. There's levels in the music video that converge on cringe. Mm. It's a bit like maybe a group of TY students came up with the concept. It is very angsty. Yeah. I could see why people maybe... It wouldn't appeal for some people because the whole... It's it is very angsty. Mm-hmm. It, it there's like uh, there's like kind of a young person teenage anger in it. Mm-hmm. You know, like he he seems to be having relationship troubles. She seems to be having family, family troubles. troubles, and it's like I'm so misunderstood. Yeah, the world is against me. Like it's a I am, cliche. I am a creative yeah. soul, and I need to find my people. Literally, I'm not putting that whole notion down at all. By the way, but that's mm-hmm. kind of it. Seems like that's what they're going for, but which isn't this, what they need to go for. No, I no, I th- I think they could have kept it a bit more vague. Yeah, a bit more um, simple, 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 simple. Then I I do like the point where like it's like they're in the same house and they see yeah. each other. They push open the door and then they come together. That's the bits I love because it's that's it's beautiful. not. It's nothing dramatic. It's just very, you know, the the hands moving in the daylight. Yeah. Her lying on the bed, him lying on the bed. Those simple little moments are really yeah. nice. It's like the shouting and like, okay, you're vis- visually, I know you're having a fight, but it's like too intense nearly to such a like. It's slow a bit song. obvious, maybe. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, you don't I need to you. be, you know, like little subtle, like maybe a note or like a photo and looking sad. Something more simplistic instead of like. Okay, I can visually see that you are screaming at your mother or your stepmom or whoever it is. But like, as I'm listening to the song, it's not registering or it's not relating back to what I'm hearing in a sense. Mm. Lyrically, maybe, but tempo wise, mm. it, it just doesn't match. Mm. And that's my issue. Um, but like streaming the song, I'm streaming it all the time. I suppose the video is going to end up becoming redundant. Oh, absolutely. When yeah. We, 
go get to more Liverpool. I think at first, I think they can both sing live from what I know. Mm-hmm. But I think I would like to see a live performance from the Netherlands, from Dutch TV or something. Yeah, something like Just that. Just a little taster of what we can expect. Like I think their harmonies are really beautiful, especially in the last 30 seconds of the track. So I would love to hear those live mm. to kind of assess where they are, I suppose. And then have a little idea of where we could be in Liverpool. But the Netherlands are really good for this kind of tasteful staging that I feel this song requires. This is the type of thing that Ireland could potentially send and we would 100% fumble the bag with the staging. See, I'm not as confident with you when it comes to staging from the Netherlands. Really? No, I I think Because I feel last year they damaged Estine's chances of like a very, very good result. She finished top 10, of course. But like... I just felt it was so empty that staging with the light. It was. Oh, I love. She was so vulnerable. That's why I loved it. Oh, it was too simple. Ooh, too ah. simple. Um. I'm thinking of like 2017 as well. You know. A matter of time. No. Um. The girls. The, the girl. What's the pressure? No. The the, the girls from. <laughs> Naming the, Belgium <laughs> song. Sorry. <laughs> the Netherlands. The girl. Oh, Jean or. Um. Cra- yeah. No they ruined that song no by the staging. It was too literal. It was too. Trent mm. Osterhall in twenty fifty in twenty fifteen was it? Yeah. yeah. Um Walk Alone. I really liked but, that but song. But if you look though at the songs on this vein is what I'm talking about. Like a tasteful quality song like your arcade or I thought Steen was good personally or Jean Gu. Hmm. I think Grow would have been done very well. I know we never. Really oh got yeah, to see yeah, it in I love Grow, Jesus. But I think this Quality style entry. of song are what the Netherlands can do well. Mm. They're a bit like Belgium in that way with the dark pop kind of edge. Um, they're not as good with their poppy. Edges, yeah, I, I just say. wouldn't be a hundred percent convinced. Like Estine last year was brilliant, but I felt that even that I know that we keep talking about like the late late chacho thing that she did with the lasers that would have been brilliant on like the Eurovision stage seeing the what they could have done with those red lasers or something like that and then they pair it back to her standing in like a square with mm. the rising lights behind her it was just a bit ugh, yeah b- bit plain I, to be honest though Connor like I didn't expect her to come top 10 oh really like I I knew she was going to do well I was like oh yeah she'll get like 13, 14, 15th. I think she did incredibly well to get top 10 last really? year. Yeah. I think the Netherlands personally did very well there. I know what she's saying. I think the the red laser thing was deadly. Mm-hmm. That that would be very hard to recreate on or stage. Or something along the lines. Like um, I, having that idea in your head or something, you know, unique. I think this was just a very basic move for I, a lovely song. Yeah. I just loved how vulnerable... She was, remember in the semi-final, she started crying. Mm. That made it for me. <laughs> she started crying at the end, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was crying with her. I don't know, I just um, wouldn't be 100% convinced on okay, the Netherlands' yeah. ability to stage this well in yeah. the right way. Like, they, like it's very... They it, need to start in separate parts of the stage. Yeah, I, but One I don't think this song... Piano. This song isn't easy staging-wise in terms of... To, mess it up do you know what I mean yeah I don't think you. it's not a song that you mess up very easily they're not going to have a whole lot of movement no 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 no. band set up I think do you think Duncan Lawrence could be on the stage I hope not (laughs) do you not like him no I like him but like this is their moment give them their oh fair yeah fair I was wondering like would he be the pianist or something because he's so involved in the entry Mm, maybe I don't know I think it just needs to be them yeah like you said maybe Duncan wouldn't want to be no he'd probably be in the green room with them but 
I wouldn't say. A bit like the way Ilsa was like his mentor. Yeah, yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. It's um, a quality entry though. I really, really oh, like it's, it. Oh, it's really beautiful. It really is. It's it's fighting for my number one at the moment between Netherlands and Finland for that Not to make spot. everything about us. Mm-hmm. But Eurovision Karaoke. <laughs> we would yodel the life out of this song together. You need to stop saying yodeling because it's just not yodeling. <laughs> Like Connolly was not yodeling in your day. This is like no yodeling at all. Like you know, I like... think the worst thing that could have happened for the Eurovision world is me discovering yodelit. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, two thousand seventeen, Romania. <laughs> That's another thing I destroy karaoke. Anyway, by the by. This is a very old song. I was, I was like, I bet you Connor loves this, and I was mm. hoping you did. I was just far more loud about it. Yeah, no, I kept my because I knew you loved it because I could see you on the timeline like tweeting about it. I was like, oh, Lou loves this, so I wanted to keep my thoughts quiet yeah, just to enough. surprise you. Connor's I, got the spicy spice. Like, there's no mystery to me. <laughs> yeah, you let it out. <laughs> uh, where my heart must leave. Uh, Netherlands, well done. Yeah, quality entry. Television. So next up to select their act for Eurovision 2023 was Germany. Deutschland selected their song on Friday night in a national final that mimicked Eurosong for me. It was very, very similar in a bigger studio. Uh, a painful watch for two hours. But they selected their act and it's another band to add to the list of Eurovision 2023. Battle of the Bands, it's appearing to be. And we have a rock band. It is... Lord of the Lost with Blood and Glitter. What do you think of it, Lou? Because you are half German, so... Oh, God. For people oh. listening, she has her head resting on her, <laughs> her hand on the table. What are Germany doing, Connor? <laughs> no, seriously, like, they're taking the piss. Like... Big five. <laughs> you are right there. choked on my cup of tea sorry. there. I didn't expect that. They are though. Like, sorry. Big five. Italy, always mating. Spain, really stepping it up, really trying. You can say the same for the UK. I know we don't have this year's entry yet, but it does seem like they're really knocking on the door mm-hmm. and trying. Uh, France, same. You know, not not getting it right every year, but they're having a string of generally good results, good national final, good internal this year. What the fuck are Germany doing? I'm sorry, like, even that whole TikTok wildcard thing. Yeah. National broadcasters, let TikTok go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. I'm not against TikTok. I know that, like, some songs go viral on it and it's a great platform and... People like Sam Ryder are discovered through TikTok. It's great. I'm not mm-hmm. anti-TikTok. But this whole avenue of letting any old average Joe upload whatever song. Like, what the hell was that Patty song as well in the National Selection? 
Like that that was defamation to the people of Ireland. Like give us back our potatoes in repatriation. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, come God. on. Anyway, Germany on the whole, I'm just a little bit disgusted. Um I just don't know what they're doing. What they're doing. And the hilarious thing is, this wasn't probably the worst thing in the show. Mm. It wasn't the best. But there was <laughs> arguably worse things. Uh, there were a couple of worse mm-hmm. entries in there that they could have chosen. So, look, as for this actual entry, not for me personally. I think there is, though, an audience out here. I don't see this coming last in the final. This no, is going to no, pick no, no, up no. some televote. 100%. It'd be... It'd be... Where, it was Cypress 20th. in 2016 they, I love that song But that kind of placing I think they were middle Of like 15, 16, 17 That's exactly Somewhere, where yeah. I see it 15, 16, 17, yeah. 18 Probably not bottom 5 Not no, quite no, it'll, no, no. it'll be elevated enough To get out of that bottom 5 Then I kind of think Like the Germans Shouldn't see that As, as a, any kind of Positive or win at all <laughs> Like the German music scene Is a bit like Off the wall anyway mm-hmm. But I would just love to see them Just Just fucking trying like just fuck <laughs> just for fuck's sake like what is this <laughs> national final so much shite in it yeah. I, I feel like I can be a bit more cruel because it's like part of my You're my ha- DNA yeah, exactly. um, I just like look the German music scene like there's a lot of techno and stuff and it wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be for me anyway but at least if they could bring a bit of that current stuff into the national selection mm-hmm. I would have more respect for the broadcaster yeah um it's so all over the shop, the way they run it. It is not good enough to be the big five and to have production of that level. Like, they were basically watching that blood and glitter. It was like they were in a shoebox. Yeah. You know, uh, like, I know, like, Late Late Show, blah, 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 blah. We mentioned it probably nearly every episode. We know it's not great, budget, blah. But, like, Germany, there is no excuse. You no. have so many major cities. You Absolutely. have so many theatres. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing transport system. It would be easy to cart everybody to Stuttgart or to Cologne or to Hamburg or to Frankfurt or wherever you have a custom-built... They're so efficient, Germans. I'm actually surprised. But it just shows you they don't care about your vision. They have no interest. It's so it's clear as day yeah. through the selection. I don't even know why they bothered putting on a selection. To be quite honest, but yeah. Anyway, on the song, <laughs> rant over. On the song, not personally for me. That kind of metal vibe, rock alt. I mean, it's good that it's quite different. I think it's not. You couldn't really compare it to a lot of the other entries. This no, year. I know no, it's no. another band, but like it definitely is. In its it, own yeah. genre and it will have its own audience and there's definitely some people we know out there who enjoy this mm-hmm. and good for them you know I don't want to smile <laughs> good for them on, but no <laughs> you know I'm thinking of friends we have like yeah. Roy from the Netherlands Pierce yeah. an Irish friend of ours I know they definitely like this that's great but not for me I think there will be a smaller audience out there for this kind of entry I just don't know what this does for Germany and the contest watching it while it's actually for the entries in that section, it was fairly quality. And I actually thought the staging was quite good. Mm-hmm. That kind of garage band, like the scaffolding's not the right term, but the levels and the band members. Sorry, your man on the keyboard looked like Johnny Rotten, by oh the God. way. Trauma. <laughs> Trauma, <laughs> seeing that. But uh, yeah, there was a, there are positives here. I and It feels like an older Eurovision entry. Like this would fit in in 2008. Yeah, I think so. It's it's not pushing Germany or the contest on. No. 
at all, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Germany, you've disappointed me once again. <laughs> it's like, it's so annoying because they had Mikhail Schulte, that was lovely, fourth place in 2018. That was a ben bit Ben Dolich, like, yeah, that you, was if, such you've a good missed song. Sisters in, the, in between that and 2019. I purposely skipped Sisters. <laughs> but that's what I mean, it's just too but, but like, back and th- forth. They, they kind of, there was a bit of momentum starting to shift and then they just slipped straight back off in 2021 like I don't know what they were doing um, it's it's just there's no rhyme or reason there's no rhythm to what they're doing mm. what their journey is what they, what what are they doing <laughs> yeah I don't know Connor please take over yeah uh, Germany's just lost that's that's the word to describe it. they're just lost they don't know what they're doing I'm not a fan of this whole like adapting the national final every single year like last year they had Germany 12 points the aesthetic of it that they went with was like the Turin style, you know, the logo style, everything like that. This year, then they they renamed it to a song for Liverpool or something in like fairness, that in German. That usually is their brand, Unterlied for. But, but like, then they always change it. Sometimes it's the city, sometimes it's the country. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like stick with something. Look at Spain as an example. They were chopping and changing national final formats for quite a while. Now they've solidified their choice on Benidorm Fest. They made it into a national contest similar to melody festival in san remo you know people are tuning in to ch- to watch it not necessarily for eurovision mm. just for the talent of spanish and songs, songs that are cracking their charts exactly exactly and, that are, and relevant, acts and that are acts, relevant to them yeah and acts that are playing gigs and going to festivals yeah yeah whereas right. this whole chopping and changing every year you know stick with an idea that you have stick with the format give it a few years time to develop into itself make it a brand within the country. This chopping and change is doing no one any favours because you're getting really good quality entries one year, going back to what, you know, shite out of the trash the next year. Do you know what I mean? So I don't like that whole aspect of it. As for the song, like you, not my personal taste. It was one of the better choices within the national final. But for me, like you said, does it bring Germany any closer to, you know, getting a good run of results? I don't think so. I think next year they'll be back to the exact same position as they were this year. We're trying to find something that they can Scrambling make. Scrambling around the gap. Yeah, trying to make something work for them, which is yeah. a pity. Um, my big issue with this national final, and I tweeted it during it, that they had international jurors. They had, about, I think there was eight juries from around Europe. Um, and their results came in fine. It was perfect like that. Then the televo came and it was as if it was flipped around. And that's a big issue for me. It's like the voters who will be voting for your song in Europe are completely different on, you know, on a different page when it comes to your votes yourselves. You know, you need to be thinking that in your head as well, you know. And, you know, our international jury in our own national final wasn't too off when it came to the order of, of the standings, whereas this was completely flipped on its head, mm. which for me is an issue. And they didn't um, have a German jury, so it was a 50-50. They 50. didn't. 50, it was televote okay, yeah. with an online vote, uh, mixed in with that, and then an international jury, 50-50 like that. Um, so, Germany, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. Yeah, it's just... I think you've summed it up there perfectly. Germany, hire Connor. <laughs> no thanks. He'll sort it out. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> never mind. Paul's going to be visiting you in Berlin next no, year. I, I don't even know how you'd fix Germany, to be honest. I just feel like they're, it's like you said, they're done. They don't but care. Like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, they're such a big broadcaster. They've got budget. Germans are so good at organising things. Mm. 
like the music scene is big there, like particularly in Berlin, Hamburg, these kind of metropolitan It must just not be a priority cities. for them. Or no, it's broadcast. not. You know what I mean? Like, like, would you just... not fucking try? Like, mm. would you not look at, like and say like France are showing us up, the UK, the UK yeah. are showing us up, but the thing Spain is, Spain are showing us up, the UK have the like a rich history. Belgium are always showing them up, but that's it. They have a rich history with the contest, whereas Germans, I don't feel like they have a rich history with the contest. You know. They won in 2011, but... Oh, but they kind of do, though. But, like... 10, 2010, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I love Lena. That's, like, one of my favourite. Love. Oh, love. Oh, <laughs> um, I know, I would say they do, Connor. Like, they're one of the oldest countries in it. Like, um, I'm Bissen Frieden, such a classic. Like, there are some real German classics mm. in the contest. So I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. But... I. It's like, between Germany and Poland... It's like there's a big black hole in the centre of Europe, mm. like with, they're in the heart of Europe. You are in one of the best possible positions to appeal to Eastern voters, to appeal to Western voters, to appeal to the Southern voters, to appeal to the Nordics. There's so many diasporas in Germany. There's so many Turkish people in Germany who come from such a rich culture, so much amazing music from Turkey. They love Eurovision. Like, Get a Turkish person who lives in Germany who's an amazing artist to come and write you a song. Like, I guarantee you, any old random Turkish person living in Germany would probably write a better song than 99% of the Germans mm. who are currently submitting. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why I've brought the Turks into this. Yeah. But like, th- there are a lot of them They're in there. Germany. Um, and they love Eurovisions. That's why I'm, I'm thinking of them. But um, I just think there is no excuse with Germany. Like... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> my tie my tie set off the song. <laughs> Blood and glitter. Was that your That's literally my did tie. Did you serious set that off? What? what? No. I had the the page open and it was like I leaned over to drink my cup of tea and it was like Blood and glitter. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god, that gave me such a fright. <laughs> he was I like, was like mid rant as well. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what she's saying about Turks, so I'm just gonna start singing. <laughs> Blood and glue. They were like, shut this girl away. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the end of my rant anyway, so. Uh, oh god. Yeah, that's where Germany is. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry, you're just so animated and I love it. I know what you're saying, yeah. Tall. On Tiggum to Tiggum. 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 Connor sent me a cute little WhatsApp there during the week, didn't you? I did. Funny enough, yeah. Came up on my Facebook. Yeah, it's the first like, time I logged in. Shocked and Aguilia's coming and then there was a little clip of um, Kill and Grow. It's from yeah, RT, right? from RT Archives. It RT said that it was like... Kill and Grow, we love I know, it was like it. recommended for you. It was like, they're listening to the podcast. They must, oh, they must hear my suffering. Oh, about <laughs> the podcast. You're suffering. <laughs> I'm trying to learn like... Gamaleshke. Not like in a bad way. Ooh. I'm like, <laughs> the trauma every week. The anxiety I have for this. 
So, no, you're saying it's grand, but then you're mentioning the words trauma and anxiety. Nishishin <laughs> <laughs> Kyar, that's not right. <laughs> Connor, and what's your Ray? Tommy Ray. Kirk Lord. <clears throat> Frozen Shocks and Shit. Kusul Le Satellite. Thome Evihish on Bialik Erfod Hearth Earth. Fucking hell. Say it again, so can we have the first bit? Mm-hmm. Something about a satellite. Kasu le satellite. Tome evihish on Vialak erfad heart earth. That's not easy, Jesus. So, the first bit up to the satellite bit. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Kasu le satellite. Kasu. So, looking at the satellite. Uh, not fr- looking at. But like, from the satellite. No. <laughs> That's why you're so blunt. It's like, no. No, well. Going to the satellite. I don't really know how to give you a clue here, to be honest. Um, Just see all that. From the satellite. You're closer. Remember now, this is like in relation to your vision. Is it Germany? It's something to do with Germany, no? It could be. Oh, I don't know the lyrics of satellite. Uh, Like a satellite. Yes. I'm in orbit. Yes. When like I'm arranging. Satellite, I'm in orbit all the way around. That's hard. And I fall out into the night. Can't go a minute without your mom. Oh, they do no. That's a hard one. That was very hard. Look, Connor, it's not my problem. You're not a big enough satellite star. Okay? <laughs> oh, actually, I'm... Maybe this will teach you a lesson. <laughs> Listen I... to Germany. <laughs> I told you I'd be using Kill on Crawl for propaganda yeah. this season. Like, it's, it's fully happening. We're good enough friends that I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did do a bit of translating for the later bit of that. Oh, did you? Because I wasn't 100 percent sure myself about the orbit part. Yeah, it's not really vocabulary I would ever have to use. Mm. So, obviously, if I've said anything incorrectly there, feel free to let us know. Any great out there? But yeah, Connor. Now, if anyone ever asks you the word for satellite, satellite. you know it's satellite yeah the, a wee father on the end ask me to orbit or something I'll be like no <laughs> Neil <laughs> I'm not remembering that myself <laughs> Neil is all yeah uh, oh, Erin knows Shin A and all there is to say is Slon okay so this Saturday last we had a few national selections. One of the countries first to select on Saturday was a Eurovision country, always very close to my heart, of course, Moldova. Moldova has selected Pasha Parfeni. Uh, he won the selection in Moldova. He actually, believe it or not, previously competed for Moldova in Eurovision in 2012. He had a lovely kind of boppy, catchy song back then. Mm-hmm. It's actually regularly on ESC radio. So it's still a song we would hear yeah. from time to time. This time, though, in 2023, he is sending a song, Sorele Si Luna. Not 
Uh, and it's quite a folky song. Yeah. And I'm guessing Luna means moon. There's a lot of mention in the lyrics of the sun and the moon and all of that. Um, so he was 11th last time he competed for Moldova. Connor, what are your feelings on this year's entry? Will there be success for Moldova? Will they make it to the final? Would they do well in the final with this? I think they'll make it to the final because they always tend to, you know, with these kind of out there songs, do well. Yeah. Um, I, I, it needs cleaning up, if I'm honest. I do like the, the song. The music video is quite good. I think I trust Moldova, Moldova staging-wise with this. I think it will have a glow up to the Eurovision stage. Um, the song doesn't need work. It's more so just staging of it. it. It needs to be worked on. National final is obviously quite small in scale, so there's you know limitations what you can do staging-wise. But I, I think it's a very good song. Um <laughs> How well it will do, I'm not too sure because it it could fall into the category of a, of a shum, you know, those kind of ethnic bop t- style songs. I'm not too sure. I think Finland might take its thunder with that kind of, you know, EDM kind of unique sounding song. So I'm not, I'm not too sure if it will have the success that people perhaps might think it could have. I think top 15... If they clean it up and, you know, scale it up to what we've seen from Moldova, you know, in, in 2018, no one would have expected that song to do well. Um, and then the staging was cool and was funny and it got you gripped into the performance. So um, they can do they can they can do wonders with this. And yeah, we'll see. I think if, if everything goes to plan, top 15, perhaps. I do like the song. You like the song? I like yeah. the song. It it is nice, and I think with the crowd in an arena, people will like this because that chorus is quite punchy and sound. You love a flute, the flute's there. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I do think it's a decent entry for Moldova. Yeah, it's a I nice love it. song. Yeah, I love this. I think it's deadly. It's really fun. I love something folky in Eurovision. Mm-hmm. It's one of the main reasons I'm drawn to Eurovision. So love this. Yeah, it's got appeal. I think yeah. this will be good. Definitely in the final. Yeah, hard to know where exactly. It's more with this kind of an entry, it's like what's around it. I know what you're saying with Finland. This has this more folky edge, which hopefully will help it to stand out a little yeah. bit more. Pasha's interesting. Do you know, actually, he used to be, another Eurovision connection, for about a year, he was the lead singer of the Sunstroke Project. Oh, wow. 2008 to 2009, then like his contract expired, according to the Eurovision World website. But I just thought that was interesting. And funny enough, they um, competed in this national final as well. So they did, and they weren't successful. Yeah, yeah it's an interesting one. Moldova kind of always do pretty well with their returnee. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. So, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is good. This is... Definitely high up my personal ranking. As soon as we watched this together, you were like, I knew you'd love this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you love it too. It's definitely an enjoyable one. It's kind of like shum light. Yeah. It's like yeah. diet shum. Yeah. You know, it's like not quite... Not quite there, but... That it, epic, it's still but nice. it's, it's on that wavelength. Yeah. And it's good fun. And... This entry is one of the reasons why I love Eurovision. Mm. I love this. I think it's great. Because it's not I'm something that you would listen to... You know, if you if you weren't interested in Eurovision, you wouldn't find this anywhere, yeah. really. And I agree with you as well. You were mentioning there, like, it does need cleaning up and stuff. I mean, Moldova generally always needs to clean up. Like, it's clean up on Isle Moldova. Mm, yeah. Every March and April. And then in May, they just show up. Yeah. So, I'd be surprised if they don't 
bring a really strong package with this. And Moldova can do wonders with the low budget that they have. They're a great little Eurovision nation. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see this in Liverpool. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I agree. But that was Moldova. They selected on Saturday. Also selecting on Saturday was Iceland. With the song Power by Dilia, I think is her name. sure on this entry if I'm mm. honest it's a bit a bit all over the place for me mm-hmm. staging not really any mm-hmm. you know I feel as if it's nearly you know, go out and do your thing enjoy it here's a bit of fog there you go vocally it wasn't perfect in my eyes I think it started off a bit out of tune but she grew into the performance might it be nerves so I'll give her that um yeah, like, I'm not mad on the song. The p p p is a bit annoying, um, mm. especially with the mic. It kind of hits into the mic, um, which doesn't sound pleasant on the ears when you're listening to it. I don't really remember much else about the song, if I'm honest. Um, and I don't know if that's just because I haven't given it enough time uh, to listen to it. But, yeah, I, I'm not a favourite of this. Um, I, I feel I've I've loved more Icelandic entries, particularly last year, sister. Um more than this on first listen and I'm not too sure if I'll grow into liking this at all on my first initial reaction yeah that's fair this is cute you know what this is given to me Connor mm. this is giving like I always love a bit of a Nordic pop girly I think her styling was lovely the aesthetic was really cute the little hair buns I could see what she was going for with like the lyrics and the LED and the flowers and that the rhyming of like flower power shower you know <laughs> classic this is giving when you go to the olympia for a really good gig and one of the support acts is a really cute nordic pop girly mm. i've had that experience a few times and you really enjoy them live and you're like wow she's fantastic she's so talented it's lovely and low-key it's great somewhere in the like like the academy or like the olympia but would it translate to the three arena? I don't know. But it's cute, but it's not competitive. Yeah, I would agree. You know what I mean? So I can't really fault it that much. Personally, I think her voice is actually one of my favourite parts of the package. I really enjoyed her live vocal overall. I don't think the song is a non-contender. I think there's a lot they can do to improve the staging and make it nice for Liverpool. I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to make any real waves for Iceland, maybe in the way last year's group did. And we obviously had Daddy Frere and Hatari and some real epic acts from Iceland. But at the same time, it's by no mean like a major dud or a major blip in their like Eurovision brand. Like I think it's grand. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's there. There will be some fans of this kind of thing. Do I see it going to the final? 
I don't know how much Televote is going to back that, to be quite honest with you. Just as I said, I agree. it's cute, but it's not competitive. Mm. So there needs to be something here that hooks in a viewer to vote for her. But where? Where is that yeah, coming from? I don't yeah. know where it is. That's why I don't see Because it in previous years, we've seen through. the staging kind of idea behind the entries within the national final this had nothing mm. it had a few cool camera angles and and fog but and the flowers and the flowers but that was it that's yeah. not going to hook a viewer to be oh i remember that performer i remember yeah. that song i'm going to vote for it there's especially not especially yeah. in semi two i believe she's in semi-final too um you know there's nothing there it's it's, it's like you said it, where's the competitive nature to this it, it's it's forget forgettable in my eyes Mm-hmm. No, I Which agree. is a pity, you know, because I, I, I think Iceland have been doing well in recent years, you know, with their song choices. This just feels a bit kind of going back to 2015, 2016 of Iceland. I suppose Song for Keppen wasn't quite there this year. No, true. The act that she beat in the super final, thank oh, God. <laughs> because that was Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, those plagiarism. They plagiarised yeah. an Elvis Presley song. Mm-hmm. So thank God they didn't choose that. That would have set them back a fair bit, I think. Yeah. But this is like, it's grand. But you know what? In it's saying that, this that could have potentially had more of a televote pull than this. Yeah, maybe. In, 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 fairness. in the final now, jury-wise, no. as a longevity thing. No, though, true. It wouldn't have done true. ice in any favour. So this is like, it's better. Yeah. But... Like I think I see this staying in semi too. I, I think, think so. I agree with you. Yeah, I think it's so. not it's not yeah. really going anywhere, unfortunately. No. Yeah, pity. Let's head to the Balkans though. Yeah. One of the big Balkan powerhouses, previous Eurovision winner, mm-hmm. Serbia. Luke Black. Yes. Was selected. Can I pronounce his song? <laughs> I'll give you Samo a shot. <laughs> I was getting a bit of maroon in there as well. It was like a big shell, but you know how you love them in a coffin? It was a flower. Big flower, yeah. Okay, big petal, whatever the feck. Um, But yeah, you know how you love and woke up in the coffin? Mm. That's why I was like, oh, I'm loving. Um, I was getting maroon vibes as well. Maroon Hatari. Yeah. There was elements of this that I enjoy as a whole package. Yeah. But I, I still, I just, I still see this doing well because mm-hmm. it's Serbia. I think there's a big audience out there for this kind of thing. I'm not part of that audience, personally. He is really cool. There's something about him that I mm. like. He's very striking looking. He definitely has stage presence. He's got cool swagger, the way he moves around the stage. And they're doing something with the performance. There was even some cool visuals going on of like a big spider or some mm. sort. And the dancers around him and black ropes and kind of there was movement. There was the roots the, of the flower. Yeah, and there was colour. And, yeah. and it was it was interesting. Visually, it was interesting too. But the actual song, mm, I if you're going to take your leave, I would leave it personally. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. But I still see this going through to the final. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm just... It's not my style of music yeah. that I like. I just don't appreciate that music because it's not something I listen to. So, for me, it's it's not something that I would like or personally see in my final. But like you said, I do think it will find its audience. Stage, It's a very cool staging concept, and I got to give them that. Like you said, Luke is a very charismatic performer. Um, he comes through, you know, he's very striking on the eye. You can tell there's a lot of, like, character depth there that is, you know, coming through in the performance. Um, for me, I, I, you know, with Serbia last year, I didn't give Bittestrava enough respect, and I actually grew to really, really like the song. Not that I stream it or anything like that, but as a performance, yeah. I really, really liked it. And seeing it live at the, at the jury show for the grand final, it really solidified that for me. So this could potentially take the same pathway that last year did, but the whole clapping element of Bittestrava, that was the grip for me, whereas this, I don't see where that grip is is coming mm. from. Maybe as a stage show, potentially, but right now, I'm not loving it. Yeah. But like I said, it's not my type of music. I don't appreciate it. It's there. It's Serbia's entry, but I'm not going to be streaming this, unfortunately. But come May live show in the arena it could really really come to life and then i grow to love it as a performance but essence that you know the song at the end of the day is not for me unfortunately that's fair connor that's fair i feel like this will have its audience i'm glad that this is in eurovision like we could have some mm. listeners listening to this podcast who, who love, love this yeah and it's right up their street and i think it's great that we don't have another band and there's a pop rock edge yeah. or a pop girly. You know, it's good to have something like this in yeah. the mix just to spice it up, to keep it interesting. Absolutely. I think like this falls into the area of cha-cha-cha. It's obviously musically not that similar. Mm. But like when you pit it up near Finland, if you were placing it, say if there was a running order in the final, I'm kind of presuming, well, Finland are obviously in the final. I'm presuming, I think Serbia could make it in, to be honest. I'd be, it's it's difficult for Serbia not to get into the, yeah. the final, is what we'd say, based on historic voting patterns and such. I think Finland would eat this up if it was close to it in running order. And if it was spinning voters, Finland would absolutely um, tear this up in terms of results. So I see it being lower down in the final and the final this year is going to be interesting because obviously depending on what the UK bring us and it's not looking negative by any means for the UK at present don't really know if any of the bottom five will big five sorry (laughs) some of them have been in the bottom five (laughs) I don't actually know I don't think I could say with confidence the big five will be in the bottom five Germany mm, I think Germany will make it out of that bottom five. So I don't see... So there's like a couple of countries you to consider. Will they squeak into that final but not really make any waves in the final? Could Serbia be one of them? Like, possibly. If it finds its audience, I don't think so. And there is always like a strong is that, vote yeah. in there, yeah. So I'm not too sure. I wouldn't say Serbia would be one of those countries that would sneak in. Okay. It'll go through at a strong pace, you think? I think so. Okay. It's either going to go through strong or it's not going to go through at all. Okay, interesting. But I would be leaning more towards it's going to go through strong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. So that's the state of play. 
Yeah, that's the songs that we have at the moment. I think we are like 80% of the songs in Artists Confirmed already. And we've got another, at minimum, five entries coming up to be, you know, revealed in the next week. So it's going to be a very... We may have a bonus episode dropping for you guys. Yeah, because where are we going, Louise? We're off on our travels this week. We're taking Airvision on tour. (laughs) Connor and I, like, God love us, are making some effort to get to Stockholm next weekend. (laughs) Like, between the two of us... Connor has to fly through the UK. I'm going to the host city. Yeah. To get to to Melfest. Impressive. Like I'm actually excited up because I can scope out Liverpool. Your journey's a bit. quite nice going over. Is it though? Well, you're going to a match and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of making like a mini holiday within. Yeah, the holiday I'm going to Liverpool. I'm going to a match, and then yeah. I'm going from Stockholm. You're going to London. Which is exciting as well. I'm not so. going to London, Connor. I'm going through Stansted. But that's London Stansted. <laughs> Still within I, London. I d- Lou doesn't want to talk about her connecting to... <laughs> oh, lads. Like, I just I couldn't. I have to go we don't make life Friday afternoon. I don't make life easy for myself. But no. listen, a gal's got to work, doesn't she? So mm-hmm. it's okay. I have my Saturdays <laughs> and Sundays. And that is the main... <laughs> thing but, but anyway essence, we're gonna be at melfest Saturday, all going well we should meet in yeah. stockholm there's a snowstorm coming as well to the uk Christ. and ireland so potentially we might not be there but oh, hopefully Christ. everything is crossed i'm sure we'll, we'll be updating you we might end up somewhere <laughs> and also just to add should we make it successfully to stockholm connor and i are getting on that like 6 a.m flight home on oh, yeah. sunday morning yeah so it's so be... we will have no homes to go to that no i did it last year you're gonna be doing it. i'm so glad i have someone to do it with this year oh. going directly from the melvis i'm worried i'm like where am my luggage gonna go where like am i in gonna the make room. this flight in the cloakroom oh, i was that weird international person <laughs> going around the melfest after party with my little suitcase will you have a buddy this year which is good. Yay. But if you if you guys see us, come over, say hi. I'm sure we'll be dancing to Belgium. <laughs> I hope there'll be a little Irish cohort here. That would be, or there, be cool. that would be nice. Yeah. It'd be cool. But yeah, that's all to come. And of course, look on our socials and stuff for the bonus yeah. episode, potentially dropping during the week before Melfest. Woo. But that is all that we have on this episode. Like we said, keep an eye on our socials. Give us a follow. Add us to your social feed. We're on Instagram at Airvision Podcast. Twitter at Airvision Pod. We're on YouTube, Airvision Podcast, where you can watch our interviews that we did during Eurosong. We are also on TikTok as well at Airvision Podcast. And of course, if you have the time, we would really appreciate it if you leave us a little review while you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So other Eurovision fans especially Irish fans, can find us and interact with us because we love to hear from you guys. So, yeah, thank you so, so much. Keep an eye out for some more content coming in the next week. But from myself and Louise, all we got to say is... Slong-a-fong. Slong-a-fong.